Good morning, good morning. Dr. Gary here, Dr. Gary on the road. We sell dental practices throughout uh, the USA, nationwide. Um, today's topic is, what is behind the story when a large DSO pays an excessive amount of money above and beyond what other DSOs would pay. This is a, I'm trying to give you a case study of what happened recently and maybe you can learn from it and have a better understanding of exactly what happened. But uh, we're gonna get to that story in a minute. Anyway, this is Dr. Gary, Dr. Gary on the road. Happy to speak to you today. The name of our company is Healthcare Practice Sales LLC. And we've been in business now 11 years. We're in 19 states. We have eight employees plus two CPA accountants on staff. And um, you can reach us from East Coast time, 9.30, 7.30 in the morning till 9.30 at night every single day. We only take off Christmas and Easter. So feel free to call us if you're a seller that you want some advice or free appraisal of your practice let us know and especially if you were thinking about selling to a DSO they'll often pay our commission so we can help you there and be the middleman and when you work with us I can often get your uh, legal fees paid upon reimbursement reimbursement at closing so we're here for you <coughs> all the information you hear is for entertainment purposes only it is not legal uh, advice the name of our company is, uh, well, our email or website is dentalpracticeguide.com. Dentalpracticeguide.com. Phone number 201-663-0935. So let's get to our story. You'll hear these stories where you hear an excessive amount of money being paid to certain practices. And, then, and, the, and the amount of money they pay spreads like wildfire. Generally, it's a factor of the EBITDA, which is earning before interest, amortization, taxes, depreciation, and so forth. Uh, so you'll hear this as a factor of that. Um, and occasionally, a large DSO will pay an excessive amount of money. You can't believe how much money they paid. That doesn't mean that you're getting that much or you're getting that factor times EBITDA. Usually, the EBITDA factor is four, five, six. Sometimes they go seven, maybe eight. But beyond eight, it gets to the point where it's diminishing returns, you're taking a lot of risk, and you may not be able to service that account. So beyond seven or eight, EBITDA begins to get a little challenging to do that. But we've had stories, and I'll tell you one, they paid nine and a half times EBITDA. I couldn't believe how much money they paid. Well, they overpaid for it because they really wanted it. That's why they paid so much. But you always got to worry about the back end because they always withhold money to DSOs uh, and they get your accounts receivable. Um, so they'll withhold money, maybe 20% of the sale price. And you're hoping to get that and they promise you everything. Well, this one deal, nine and a half times EBITDA, they went under. In a year and a half, they went under. They couldn't service the account and they went under. It does happen. So yeah, they paid the doctor nine and a half times EBITDA and maybe got 80% up front but the other 20% payout never came through. Because that would have been based on at least normal flatline revenues, never came through. 
Another situation uh, just uh, that I remember, um, this one DSO just paid more than everybody else. Promised them everything in the world, okay? It was gonna be great. We're gonna pay so much money down payment. We're gonna build this thing. You're gonna be our flagship in a certain state. They really built it up. And the buyer and the sellers figure, well, this is great. And he's the top guy. He's going to be with them if any problems we happen. Should be him. Meanwhile, we knew what was going on behind the scenes, that that one company had some trouble. So what that company was trying to do was build up their portfolio before they sold. And sure enough, that's what happened. They then merged with another company. And that, uh, you know, the leader of that company is gone now. He was replaced by somebody else. So the people, uh, so the sellers who bought, assumed he was going to be around, he's gone. And uh, who knows if they're going to deliver. Maybe they will, and I hope for them they will, and I hope it's a better company and all. But for all that, it's like, uh, that's what they're going to be up against. Let's see if the money comes in. There's another situation where uh, you have competing DSOs in a particular state that they've been trying to get into. And it's a relatively large practice. And with this one doctor, he was really, really had a good practice, several million dollars, had the associates, beautiful office. And uh, the EBITDA was, you know, pretty high EBITDA. He ran a tight ship, but he did. That teacher also wanted to get into, uh, you know, teaching and uh, had a good name and had contacts with, uh, a lot of employees had the ability to get employees in and because of this and because of the unique character and because it's the first time there's like three DSOs competing on it, all three, they're looking for a flagship in this state, so to speak, they're going to overpay for it. They're going to overpay because they want to get uh, some of uh, his access or her access to uh, employees. So they're excited about that. They're excited about this doctor who f practices a unique form of dentistry, but he, they feel that sort of like Invisalign, that type of thing, but it's not Invisalign, but they feel he could teach the other staff members. And because of that, they think he's a valuable asset. So the bidding numbers are going up and up and up. And I don't disclose to one another where they're coming from, but I tried to share with the doctor, you need long-term partners, long-term people are going to be withholding your money. You need somebody that's going to deliver on that money. Somebody that's going to listen to you. Somebody that's not going to merge right away so you don't get caught up in that mix. That all of a sudden, another company owns you. You know, so their premium will be paid. But there's reasons for it. But just because they got that premium in that state, by no means that you'll get that same premium purchase price. Has nothing to do with it. That was a unique set of circumstances, and that happens occasionally, all right? It happened occasionally. Another one was a specialty practice that the one DSO really, really wanted because they wanted to put it in for their uh, portfolio. They super wanted it, and they paid higher than everybody else. I think that was in the teens, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know if they could service that account, but they had envisioned they had surfing, uh, they had, you know, fantastic... Uh, aspirations for the future. So let's see what happens. But not every DSO is going to pay you what they paid the other guy. Just remember that, please. Each circumstance is different. Thank you.